This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 51 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's topic is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. For the whole universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford. Enjoy today's tip. Glenda Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. I'll tell you what, it is a definite advantage to living here in Lexington. Last night we went out and did a remote recording for the 2010 radio show, my co-host Samantha Clark and I. We went to the CSIW Lexington Grand Prix, which concludes the 2009 Haggard Challenge Series. It was a $50,000 event for the jumpers out there, and they had many, many of the big names there, and we were able to interview a few for our show. But you know what? It's fun to live in Lexington. They have that new indoor arena, which is where this was held, and several thousand people showed up. No charge. You could just come in and watch. It has a whole lot of advantages, that's for sure. And you you can check out that show we recorded from there last night at 2010radioshow.com. Well, today we have back with us one of the most enjoyable and passionate horse dentists that you're going to find anywhere in the horse world. He is the most popular equine dentist on Twitter and in real life, too. He has a website called TheEquinePractice.com, and he travels the country practicing his craft. He uses the tagline, Equine Dentistry Without Drama, and is an advocate of no power tools. When he's around the horse's mouth, it is a power tool-free zone. We will get Dr. Jeff Tucker on the line right after these few short words about those blankets that you were planning on replacing years ago and never got around to it. You know, the ones with the big holes and the ones that your horse is embarrassed to wear, doesn't even want to go out in the field with the other horses because they're so ratty looking. Well, this year is a good time to replace those blankets and Equestrian Collections is the place to go. Check out Equestrian's equestriancollections.com for all of your blanketing needs this year. Blankets and sheets. They have over 20 different brands of blankets available. If it's out there, they've got it, and you can find it at a price you can afford right there at equestriancollections.com. Also, be sure to follow Equestrian Collections on Facebook. They have one of the most active Facebook communities around. Just search for Equestrian Collections on your Facebook page. And become a fan. Follow it, and we post all of our shows there. As a matter of fact, Horse Tip Daily gets posted there every day. So for all of your fall and winter needs, check out equestriancollections.com. Well, let's get to Dr. Jeff Tucker. Well, Dr. Tucker, it's always a pleasure to have you back on Horse Tip Daily. We appreciate you being here. Well, I'm glad. Thanks for asking, Glenn. Well, I, I do. Uh, you know, I know you travel all over the place. You put on, I think you said, what, 70,000 miles a year, a whole lot of miles. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, and, and, I, 13,000, see, 18,000 miles in April, May, and June. Oh, wow. That's a lot of miles. And I know you get into some amazing barns and things like that. And before we get to our tip, I just wanted to say, someday we're just going to have to have you on to talk about the stories and the, the, some of the stories that you've run into through the years. I'm sure there are some funny, poignant, and sad stories that you've run into. Uh, I remember yesterday. Sorry. What's that? <laughs> I can't remember yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, how are you going to write your autobiography that way? <laughs> I'll tell you, for those who are listening to me who know me, I won't mention any names, so don't get nervous. 
<laughs> All right. Do you remember what the tip is? Yes. Oh, good. I okay. do. <laughs> um, the, the tip today is how do you know when your horse is floated if you had a good job done? That's a good, that's um, a good question, actually. Yeah. Well, uh, you don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's helpful. <laughs> well, you know, it, when your horse's hooves get done, you can look down and see it. Um, you, when the person clips your horse, you can step back, you know, oh, my God, or that's beautiful. You know, pulling a mane, all these things, the groom of the horse. Um, but you don't know. I mean, even when you see the vet vaccinate your horse, you see the needle going in the stuff come in, and, and you assume that the immune system's going to work. And But here you go into this dark cavern, and, you know, things start flopping and scraping and noises and stuff like that. And then the person says, you're done. And, and even if the person puts a speculum on and shines a, a ladder and says, look here and look there, you're nodding your head up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really inside, you're shaking it side to side saying, I don't have a clue. Yeah, I don't know because what I'm looking at. Right. They look like exactly. teeth. <laughs> it's kind of like, I, you know, I would throw a, a, a tray up on a, on a viewer and I say, well, look here, here, here. And the people say, oh, yeah. But if it's the first time they've looked at a, an x-ray, they don't know if it's upside down or inside out. Well, and the so, first thing I notice when I do look in there is how dirty the teeth are, and I go, that's, the, that's what we react to. <laughs> yeah, I've been asked to whiten horses' teeth before. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, There's well, a new no, business, I... Dr. Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go in that one with you? <laughs> well, actually, um, I do usually have on sale uh, for my truck um, dental floss for horses. Really? Um, Oh, yeah. It kind of looks like bailing twine, but don't let that fool you. <laughs> I could see these big white strips that you put on before your horse goes to bed at night. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, listen, just to be serious for a second, um, horses' teeth do discolor, uh, and I don't know why. I think it's genetic. Some horses' teeth almost turn black. It's not an indication that you have a problem. The horse continues to eat just fine. Um, and I never look at discoloration of the, of the horse's uh, teeth as uh, until somebody tells me differently. Um, I, I'm not. So don't worry about the color of the teeth. Okay. So we're back but, to how do I know that I had a good job done? Yes. Um, this is going to be more a subjective answer than an objective answer. An objective answer means you'd stick your hand in, you feel each tooth, you'd say, oh, yeah, these are smooth, you did a good job. Uh, and most do that. Uh, and again, if you shine a light in there, you can say, uh-huh, but I'm telling you, if you put a light in there, you can still miss what I call nooks and crocs, which is uh, the little spaces in between each tooth that look like they're done. When you stick your finger in there, you find that there's a sharp edge in the bottom, and that can bother a horse. So here's the bottom line. You need to know your horse. You need to know if there was a problem beforehand, and after the floating, the problem's gone away. That's your best indication. Now, some horses, it, it goes away within, and well, instantly, the horse is better. I've seen people saddle up a horse and ride it right after I floated the teeth, and they're like, you know, saying, yeehaw, the, the horse is, is fixed. And sometimes it takes up to a week to become acclimated to, where did that pebble that was in my shoe go, type thing. So they have to get used to the fact that there's no more sharp points in the mouth. So, but the horse will talk to you. And I think that's the bottom line. If the horse, see, when I do a horse, I usually don't drug them, which 
uh, bone of contention between me and the other dentists who are right. out there that drug every horse. Right. But one of the neat things about it, and on our uh, previous talk on, on, on Stable Scoop, um, oh, gosh, I forgot her name. Oh, it feels so bad. Helena? Uh, yeah, Helena. She was so intuitive. She said, uh, that's probably one of the best reasons why not to use drugs in every horse. It's because the horse gives you feedback as you're going along. Right. I mean, at, at first they're like saying, that hurts. And then, and then all of a sudden they go, oh, and they start licking their lips and their head comes down. It almost goes to the ground. Then they, then my back's turned to them and, they, and they'll move their head over and they'll just touch lightly their nose to my foot. And they're just like saying, oh, thanks. And, you know, as funny as it sounds, and if you're a tough old leathered cowboy and you're sitting listening to this saying, well, this is a bunch of hooey, uh, it's, it, it doesn't matter. The point is the horse reacts and they say, oh, thank goodness. It's the same reason you don't want to butte them when they have something wrong so they feel better and go out and, and uh, carry on and, and create an additional problem. It's masking, yeah. yeah. And, it, but here it's a little different because, um, because I'm getting instant feedback I know that I've connected with the horse and that the horse is saying, oh, I feel better. And so that's the first thing. In other words, as the owner of the horse, you have to listen to your gut. And, and if your gut is telling you that the guy isn't doing a good job, if the, if the person is spending literally three minutes and getting done, I don't know, I don't know anybody who can get a horse that's done in three minutes. What, what, and like, so what, how long, let's say, if we were going to do an average, and I know it depends on the horse and how, how many teeth are screwed yeah. up and that kind of thing, what would you say an average is? Average is 20 minutes a horse. Okay. Now, now there are some dentists out there who say, if you don't hour on a horse, you're not getting the job done. I've heard this. I've heard this from people. And I'm dumbfounded. I'm like, what am I doing? But that goes into the, the, the new age technology versus the traditional way. And I want to avoid that. The real issue out there is, are all the teeth being addressed versus are they not being addressed? And that goes to our tip of the day know if a job is being well done. And if they're only doing the upper fronts, and I call them upper fronts recently done, U-F-R-D, you stick your finger in and you feel each side of the upper incisors and they're nice and smooth and you say, oh, this is great. But if the guy missed the back teeth, top or bottom, it's, it's just, it's fraud. It's absolute fraud. And you've spent, you've not spent your money wisely. In fact, you've been And like I say, going back to our first tip, it's a threshold of pain. And if you aren't taking care of every point in there and making this horse comfortable, and you're only doing half the mouth, you're, you're not doing the job, period. So, All how right. do you know? You listen to your gut. All right, very good. Well, you know, and, and that tends to be a good tip for anything we do with our horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows our horse better than we do? Yep. Um, so, well, that's a great tip. Thank you, Dr. Tucker. And you, you, you can be found at theequinepractice.com. You travel all over the country and encourage people to converse with you through many different ways, Facebook and a number of different things on your website. And I, I love that about you is that you're accessible, and I think that's terrific. Uh, Twitter seems to be the way I found you and the way thousands of uh, followers find you, and that, that you can find him on Twitter at equinepractice. Thanks, Dr. Tucker. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Glenn. Bye. Thanks, Jeff, for joining us today. Dr. Tucker will be back with us periodically with a variety of useful tips for On the Horse's Mouth. If you like Dr. Tucker and want to learn more about him, you can find him at theequinepractice.com. Be sure to watch his video podcast that he records while driving down the road to his next appointment. Yep, 
I'm not kidding. He actually records video podcasts while driving. You can follow him on Twitter. He is found at Equine Practice. Well, it's time for today's email. got an email from Jess in Indiana. Jess said, I just wanted to thank you for keeping me company. I'm a pharmaceutical sales person and drive about 75,000 miles a year. I listen to podcasts while I drive to whittle away the hours. I discovered your shows a few months ago and listened to every one of them, including Horse Tip Daily. The shows help me miss my horses less while I'm on the road. Keep it up. Well, thank you, Jess. It was good to hear from you, and we're glad that we can help you... uh, uh, while you're driving, I know that driving's not my favorite thing to do, so I also listen to podcasts. That's what gave me the idea to do the Horse Radio Network in the first place, is there were no podcasts about horses. So we're glad we can help you whittle away the hours. You can drop me an email if you'd like to at glenn with two ends at horseradionetwork.com. And don't forget to check out all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. And don't forget to check out the 2010 radio show this week that we recorded from the Kentucky Horse Park. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. (laughs) 